Hello, I'm Julie Swenson, Managing Director of Forward Theatre Company in Madison, Wisconsin. And I'm Mike Fisher, Milwaukee-based theatre writer and dramaturg. I'm Jenna Poff-Gray, Founder and Artistic Director of Forward Theatre Company. And this is Theatre Forward, a monthly conversation about theatre from a local, regional, and national perspective. From Madison to Manhattan, we're excited to share insight into our own company while exploring issues surrounding theatre in the Midwest and around the country. Welcome to episode 102 of Theatre Forward. Great. (laughs) This month, we are talking about what we're looking forward to in the upcoming season, both locally, regionally, and around the country. And I thought maybe this time around, we would start with the broadest lens and kind of work our way down to what's going on in our own neck of the woods. So um, if it's all right, I might kick us off with a couple of things um, that if I can swing a trip to New York uh, this season, there's a couple of things I would really love to see. Um, and then I'll, I'll hand it off to the two of you. Um, unsurprisingly, I'm excited about some new plays that are coming. Uh, and uh, there's a couple by Brandon Jacobs Jenkins coming. Um, Appropriate and Purpose are coming later this season. Um, Paula Vogel has a new play, Mother Play. I'm really intrigued by that. Um, uh, with a personal connection, I know there's a new Harrison David Rivers play coming at Yale Rep, The Salvagers, and that's being directed by Michael Burke, who is one of our favorite um, regional directors here. He did The Wanderers for us last season, and his career is just taking off. Can't wait to have him back uh, in Madison, but um, I would love to get to see his production at the Yale Rep. Uh, and then, even though I don't know a ton about it, other than who wrote it, um, Gloria calderon uh has a play called One of the Good Ones. Um, she created the reboot of One Day at a Time, to which I am uh, extremely uh, addicted. And so um, the idea that she's got a new play opening in New York uh, gets me very excited. So, you know, when I get around to booking a trip, I'm going to see which of these things are running and get tickets to as many as I possibly can. Um, but now I want to hear, Julie and Mike, what you're looking forward to, because that may add to my list. Well, I went I went with old um, but true um, stalwarts, you know, not the new plays. Um, that If I got a trip to New York, I would love to see Merrily We Roll Along, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, hasn't had great success in the past, I believe, with Daniel Radcliffe, Jonathan Groff, and Lindsay Mendez. Hmm. Um They've got a very good chance of making this go. Uh, um, Also, one of my favorite plays is Doubt. Boy, I remember seeing it in um, Chicago. I thought for sure the the priest, (laughs) the the, the nun was um, being overdramatic. And my people I was with believed that the um, priest was absolutely guilty. Um, It's a great play to argue with your friends. And uh, in New York, it's going to be played by Tyne Daly and Lee Schreiber. And that um, is a pretty darn great cast. Yeah, I'd love to see both of those. (laughs) I'll split the difference between the old and the new with both of you. Got an old, uh, pretty new, and then a a brand new. The old is the um, Irish rep, which I've talked about on this podcast before. I mean, I just think they're amazing. 
um, and they're doing a Brian Friel project, three of his plays, Translations of Aristocrats in Philadelphia, Here I Come. Um, that's not till next March. Appropriately, it opens the day before St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. So that's that's already on my list. New-ish, I've read the script and it was done last year at the Guthrie, but I have not seen it, is an amazing play by Suzanne Laurie Parks called Sally and Tom, which mm. takes the relationship between Tom Thomas Jefferson and Sally Hemings and and it they're played by a married couple in in the you know in the conceit of the play who are then acting out an interracial married couple I should say who are acting out their personal dynamics and the dynamics of the theater company they're running so think sort of slings and arrows married to Monticello married to Suzanne Laurie Park's brilliant mind and you get the idea of what's in store for you with this play it's really amazing that that one um, was uh, narrowly <laughs> cold for my list Mike so I'm yeah. glad you mentioned it <laughs> yeah that's at the public and so also and this one I don't know a whole lot about out, except the names will be familiar to anybody listening to this podcast. Alicia Keys and Christopher Diaz have, clean, yeah. have teamed up on Hell's Kitchen, which is a sort of semi-autobiographical, as I understand it, account by Alicia Keys of her childhood growing up in Hell's Kitchen before it became the yuppified area of Manhattan that it is uh, that it is now. So those are three I'm really hoping uh, hoping to see. That one's the soonest of the three that are opening. That opens in October and runs through December. I um, so if if we if we narrow our focus a little bit now to the to the region to the Midwest, um, Julie, I know that that my top of my list is going to be top of yours as well. Um, there's many things I would love to go see uh, in Chicago this season, but really they all um, they all have to wait in line behind the Hot Wing King. Yes, yes, yes. I. I, I have loved this play since I read it in early 2020, pre-pandemic. Um, and man, oh man, it, it needs to get done here in Wisconsin. Uh, we're trying, we're trying. Um, but Writers Theater is going to be doing it this season. I, I just cannot wait to sit in the audience for Katori Hall's brilliant, brilliant play. Well, Jen, we had read it and said how great it was. And then it won a Pulitzer. And yeah. then we thought, oh, we're not the only one that thinks this is an extraordinarily good yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go. Let's get yeah. down to Glencoe and see that play. Yeah, yeah. Everything else, uh, as wonderful as everything else coming will be, I just it all, it all's it all's taken a back seat for me. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, as as somebody that sees as a, as a uh, Jeff committee, uh, Jeff Awards committee member in Chicago, sees a couple hundred plays a year. This was really, really hard for me, folks, in terms of picking things from the upcoming season. There's so much uh, that I already have seen or I'm looking forward to seeing. But two at Chicago Shakespeare that are going to be opening in the early uh, 2024, particularly, uh, have me excited. One is Sufjan Stevens, Illinois. He, you know, he's got a couple concept albums that are state specific. That's one. He's got one on Michigan as well, um, with a book by Jackie Sibley's Drury, Pulitzer mm-hmm. Prize winning uh, author of Fairview. Kind of hard to go wrong with that. That's going to be opening in January. And then the incoming um, artistic director at Chicago Shakespeare, Edward Hall, who has directed in Chicago before, will make his directorial debut with. Richard III featuring Paralympic uh, champion and Tony-nominated actor uh, Katie Sullivan, bilateral above the knee amputee, as Richard III. I am super, super uh, excited about that. And then one more, which won't open until next June, uh, the Goodman Theater, which actually 
just cleaned up at the Jeff Awards uh, Monday night, thanks to an amazing production of Tommy and Bob Falls' outgoing production of The Cherry Orchard, uh, is going to be doing a Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, a new musical with a book by Taylor Mack, um, and and then music by Jason Robert Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. Jason Robert Brown's got this thing with the South, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. the parade and then this, and I just I just know he'll do a good job with that. I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, that's a really good list. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All of that. All of that. <laughs> we um, have a lot of traveling to do. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of traveling to do. Um, a little bit closer to home. Um, similarly, there, there are many shows that I'm going to get myself over to Milwaukee to see this season. Um, but one uh, partnership that has me very excited um, is for Renaissance Theatre Works' production of The Wolves because they are quite brilliantly going to be working with first stage theaters, young company to mount this show. And for those who don't know, so it's going to be directed by Elise Edelman, um, uh, an an actor and director who has many times appeared with forward um, and is a member now of our advisory company. She's going to be directing it. um, And she is one of the lead teachers for the young company at first stage. First stage is one of the most exceptional um, theater for young audiences in the country. Um, they they offer classes to students in all kinds of aspects of theater. Um, that are it, it's really one of the most exceptional programs anywhere. And they have this young company for teenagers, for high school students who are really more advanced and ready for some, I would say, collegiate level training and collegiate or even grad school level training based on the skill set I've seen young performers come out of that program with. Um, And so they've got this built in um, group of actual teens, like all the characters, (laughs) save one in the wolves, who have truly a professional level skill set. And that is a dream scenario for Mounting the Wolves. I mean, the Wolves is a play that I love and that we, we did talk about doing here at Forward, but, but making sure that we could do it with um, actors who would, be at the professional level of performance that we um, that we kind of expect for our audience, but that look young enough to plausibly be teenagers is just it's a big cast to fill, and that that's that's a challenge to to really do justice to that that show. And so, um, Renaissance and Young Company is I, I, it's hard for me to imagine a more perfect pairing to do justice to the script. So I, I cannot wait to see it. Well, add um, another. Kudos to Renaissance Theater Works. They are doing some really great work in their yeah. 31st season. Um, I'm really excited to see The Witch by yes. Jen Silverman. Um, it's got an all-star cast, um, all of whom have uh, been uh, involved with Forward Theater. Marty Goble, Neil Brookshire, Reese Madigan, James Carrington, Joe Pichetti, Ava Nimmer. Um, I can't wait to see that. That opens soon, October 22nd. Um, so that's an easier drive for, uh, us to get over to. I love that play. (laughs) Yes, I do too. Can I, um, what doesn't get enough press and enough kudos and enough, um, uh, Midwest national exposure is the Milwaukee Opera Theater being run by the incomparable Jelana Ponisek. It is, (laughs) (laughs) they do site specific productions most of which are original. Um, it is clever and smart 
and funny and touching. And um, I think that uh, there's some, they should, they should be selling out every one of their site specific spaces and people need to get that on their radar. Um, Cause Joanna and her team are doing extraordinary work and have been doing extraordinary work for a long time. So I'm just going to go whole season with Milwaukee Opera Theater. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, this is where we get to see the most work. I mean, part of me wants to go full season with all of these companies, but since we've already mentioned Elise and since I'm a, you know, open Elise uh, groupie, um, I'm going to, in addition to doing a radio play up at third Avenue playhouse uh, right after the play that's being directed by uh, Associate Artistic Director Marcella Kearns from Forward Theater, who will be the adult in uh, the production of uh, of Wolves. Uh, Elise is going to be in the spring in the not-so-accidental conviction of 11 Milwaukee anarchists by mm -hmm. Martine um, Zimmerman at Chamber Theater. I mean, Emma Goldman and Clarence Darrow on one stage and, and a <laughs> cast of Elise DeMonte Henning and finally making her return to Wisconsin, the amazing actor Kelsey Elise Rodriguez, mm -hmm. uh, who was last year in a renaissance production of Native Gardens a few years ago. I mean, that is going to be a really cool play. And it's based on, I saw a reading of this uh, four or five years ago uh, in Milwaukee. It's based on the true story of the 1917 bombing of a Milwaukee police station that left 10 dead, including nine police officers. And a lot of anarchists were basically framed for it. It's sort of our version of the Haymarket uh, riot. So that's definitely way up on, on, on my list. I'm also looking forward to Cody Essel, new artistic director at Next Act Theater. His directorial debut at Next Act will be with Max Posner's The Treasurer, um, which is going to be in, uh, in April. It's a really cool play dealing with, uh, in, in a much more, um, sort of spiky way with the issues that have to do with aging and, and with, and with control over inheritance that goes with that. So it's like sort of a spin on the, you know, frequently seen sort of dementia slash, slash Alzheimer um, kind of play. And then for me, traveling a little further afield, even though it's closer to home for my, my two lovely compatriots here, um, the Strollers Theater is going to be doing, starting in February, a production of Mother Courage. And mm -hmm. I guess I will see any, uh, any opportunity I get to see one of the great plays of the 20th century, which doesn't get done nearly enough for reasons I absolutely fail to understand. It's as contemporary today as it ever was, uh, is, is high on my list. Be opening before all of those and also in another lo uh, location in Wisconsin, um, I guess I'll round out my list with the upcoming American Players Theater production of Proof by David Auburn. I mean, it's a great play. And come on, a cast with Kelsey Brennan, uh, Nate Berger, uh, David Daniel, and Laura Rook. I mean, it is going to mm. absolutely rock. Um, Brenda DeVita is directing that. It opens on October 20th and runs through November 19th. Mike, thanks for bringing us now closer to Madison. Although, uh, before we leave Milwaukee, your list reminded me of another one that's, um, that I'm very excited about at Next Act. And that is Heidi Armbruster's play, Scarecrow. Um, Heidi is a, a phenomenal actress, a very exciting playwright. Um, she's performed in a bunch of shows recently at Milwaukee Rep that local artists might, uh, local audiences might have seen her in. Um, and this play, she not only wrote, she's going to be performing in, and she's going to be directed by um, our, uh, you know, dear friend and new advisory company member, director Laura Gordon. So I... Um, I'm very excited to uh, to make that that drive over and see the work of those uh, those artists who I just adore. Um, 
but back here in the Madison area, um, I, uh, I've got to say, I'm really looking forward to seeing the Diary of Anne Frank at uh, Children's Theater of Madison later this spring for a variety of reasons. One, I'm, I have a soft spot in my heart for that play. That was um, one of the first things that I directed professionally here in Madison after I moved uh, back home from my years in New York. Um, back at, uh, in the days of the Madison Repertory Theater, um, I uh, loved directing that play. Um, had a great cast, including um, Carrie Coon as Meep Geese. It was Jim Ridge as Otto. It was a wonderful cast, a wonderful experience for me. So I'm excited to revisit that story. Um, also, uh, the fact that, that, that the diary is being banned in a lot of, uh, cities around the country is appalling and infuriating. And so the fact that at least here in Madison, there are going to be scores of, uh, student matinees and opportunities for folks who maybe haven't been exposed to this story yet to see it. That makes me proud of our community. Um, and grateful to CTM for uh, for mounting it. Um, and then if I can be a completely personal um, mama for a minute, my 17-year-old daughter was cast as Margot. So trust me when I say I will see this. <laughs> I, I was going to be mad at you if you didn't mention that your daughter was cast. We would have just done yes, it for you. Of <laughs> so, uh, very proud of her and excited to see that this spring. That's great. So great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I uh, if if I can mention one thing in forward season um, that uh, I'm really looking forward to this spring, of course, it's everything right. There's we wouldn't have programmed any of these productions if we weren't really looking forward to them, really excited about them. Um, they are all going to be impactful and um, inspiring in their own ways. But right now, I've got to say what what's really on my mind is uh, excitement about. Um, our Wisconsin Rights New Play Festival that will happen next May. This is something we've been doing every other year for a very long time. Um, and I think in part inspired by world premiere Wisconsin and the, um, the excitement over new work that was uh, uh, enhanced by that festival, we had 49 full-length scripts submitted for Wisconsin Rights. That is a massive increase. We've been sort of in the mid-30s most other years. And I, I cannot wait for us to dig into all of these scripts. Ultimately, we'll be doing readings of probably three plays over a, a long uh, weekend in, in May. But to have so many new plays being written, we're going to be providing... Um, reader feedback to all of those 49 um, writers. And I think it's just a really good sign about the health of um, the theater arts here in our state. And I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes from that. You know, I mean, I'm cheating because we won't, I'm sure we'll do a year end highlights uh, for the yeah. end of the year. But one of my absolute highlights of 2023 was attending the Wisconsin Playwrights retreat weekend at 10 chimneys foundation in june which was part of the world premiere wisconsin festival which you know we could talk about world premiere wisconsin forever i mean it has just buoyed my sense of what theater can do in so many ways that i just can't ever shut up about <laughs> but that weekend you got to see a lot of these people who i'm guessing submitted to wisconsin rights i haven't seen that you know the what mm -hmm. we have yet uh but 
but the, the energy and the enthusiasm and just the sheer creativity and power of the ideas of all these people together is a microcosm of what we've been talking about in this whole podcast, which is, you know, that people can say all they want, that theater's dying and theater's dead, blah, blah, blah. They've been saying it forever, uh, way longer than I've been alive. But this is testament, the number of uh, submissions we received and the number of great plays that we are just scratching the tip of the iceberg with that we want to see all over the place of just how vibrant the American theater uh, scene remains. Not to say we don't have uh, challenges and troubles mm-hmm. and issues. Of course we do. But with sta- notwithstanding all of that, we're continuing to produce a lot of great inspiring work. And at a time, giving these book bands that you're talking about, Jen, that we need it more than ever. So it's it's it always makes me excited this time of year to think about all we've got ahead of us in, in the year to come. Same, well same, said. my friend. Yes. And, you know, uh, I think we can actually wrap this up. This is a we were so excited to talk about the things <laughs> that we were looking for. We raced. We raced through our lists. And I hope that that enthusiasm comes through to everybody listening. Um, and, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this in the wrap up, but boy, we would love to hear from you about what you're excited to see this season. Um, we'll, we'll let you know all the ways you can, can get in touch with us, but, but yeah, let us know, let us know what got, what has you excited about, about the upcoming year in theater near or far. Uh, but we will say that that is all for this episode of theater forward, a conversation about theater in Wisconsin, the Midwest and America. I'm Jen Uphoff Gray. I'm Julie Swenson. And I'm Mike Fisher. Our podcast is produced by Scott Hayden, and you can follow us or share your thoughts on Facebook. Uh, We're at Theater Forward, spelled with an E-R, in every theater in the land. That is the way I spell it, regardless of how it's spelled on on paper. (laughs) (laughs) You're a rebel, Mike. Uh, And if you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us uh, wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a comment. Tell us what you're excited about uh, for the upcoming season. We are so grateful to have you listening, and we will be back soon for another Theater Forward conversation. Mm-hmm.